Hello, welcome to Catherine Lerma's Guide to Land. Hi, my name is Catherine Lerma, and welcome to the next edition of my podcast, which is Chumley Castle Half Marathon. So, I used to live very, 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 very close to the Chumley Castle Estate. In fact, I used to keep my horse up the road for over seven years. And in fact, I rode around the lanes past the castle estate several times uh, once a week. And they went on fun rides around the estate on my horse. They also used to hold a camarata there every year with like classical music. And we used to sit on the hill and a crowd of us would go and get slightly inebriated. Well, not slightly, very. (laughs) And I seem to recall we were the last ones there once and were even asked to move on by the police. We staggered down the road to the castle, back to our house, taking a few wrong turns, wobbling into a few bushes. But they really were the best of times. We didn't know all the words to Jerusalem, so one of our friends would stand up and do charades to help us guess the words. We fell off chairs, rolled down the castle hill. And we also used to go and watch the Rain and Shine Theatre Company performing various Shakespeare plays there in the open-air castle, with the castle as a background drop and it was a superb venue and I have a real fondness for this estate. Now the Chumley family has lived on the estate since Norman times but the current castle is 19th century and in fact my great-great-uncle Sir Robert Smirk, my great-great-granddad being named after him as Robert Smirk Freston, was the architect who added the towers to the castle. So the building has a family connection for me as well And having thoroughly enjoyed myself on the estate so many times, I thought, it's now time to run around it. And knowing the estate so well, I knew that it was actually fairly flat, apart from obviously the hill in which the castle is sat upon. And it also links really nicely with my first half marathon and the last one that I did, which was at Aintree Racecourse when I was running past a statue of red rum. And I would now run around where Red Rum had actually lived when he was alive and where I had ridden my old amazing horse, whose stable name was also Red. Now, I arrived on the day and quite early, obviously finding it okay because I knew exactly where it was. And I thought, yeah, I'll take a shortcut that only I know, only to be caught behind cyclists who are competing in a triathlon as part of the event. And I laughed out loud after when I overtook them and ended up on the road behind the same car that I'd actually overtaken five miles back down another road. So, so much for my shortcut. I parked up next to the same car and headed into the castle series with my bandana after the event. Registration was easy and straightforward, but I did manage to put both of my bag matching wrist labels around my wrist before the bag drop, wondering what they were for. However, it was only a small bag, so I now had to have a handwritten label on it, um, so it was unlikely that it would be handed over in error. So just a note, if you do get two labels and you're not sure what they're for, one is for your wrist, one is for your bag. <laughs> so, okay. I know it's not rocket science, but it was fairly early on a Sunday morning. Now, I did some stretches before the race and I chatted to a lady from Bebbington, which is on the Wirral, just up the road. Um, And she ran 5Ks and her son was doing his first half marathon. 
so we both discussed the thunderstorms the previous night. I'd been woken by them and had not really slept that well, so I wasn't really 100% up for running 13 miles if I was honest, but I was here anyway. Now, she hadn't heard anything, so she didn't think it had rained there at all, so it just shows you how localised weather systems can be. Now, fortunately, it had rained on the estate, so the grass, instead of being like concrete, did have a little amount of giving it. The event director made the announcements to get us started, advising we'd be running with lots of other athletes as well. The gauntlet was being run, I had no idea what that was, and the full marathon as well as the 10k and the 5k. I was thinking I wish I'd signed up for the 10k rather than the half marathon because there was a bit of trail running to be done, which I'd never done before. And going straight into a half marathon, having only competed in two trail runs was perhaps a bit ambitious, but here we were anyway. I chatted to two ladies who were runners, both doing their first trail run as well, and they adopted for normal trainers. But I was really glad I went for my honker trail shoes, orangey kind of pinky colour. They were dead cool. And they're much better for running on uneven ground. And as we set off, I was near the back, my preferred starting place. After the incident with Pippa, where I face planted, I also knew that I was going to be slower in this run than probably the last one. And as usual, it was really, really hot. Off we went along a grass section to start and then a stone track. This time last year, I would not have dared to walk across ground like this without a pair of walking boots on for fear of twisting my ankle, which I have done on numerous occasions. But here I was running on it. And we soon reached the concrete driveway that crosses the estate. And we ran past St Nicholas's Chapel, which is one of the oldest buildings on the estate. Then we headed up towards the gate on the A49, which is usually closed. In fact, I think I've only been through it a few times um, when it had rained the Camerata and we all had to leave via that gate. We then ran back down a tree-lined driveway. The estate is typically a fairly flat estate with lots of old trees scattered here and there in, in the meadows. And there across was a few fields with calves as well, with different ageing groups in them. We then continued along the road until we reached a small bridge over a pond. And then there was a really grand archway by a water stop. We had a choice of water or electrolytes. I went for water the first time around and switched electrolytes on the second time. In hindsight, I probably would have now gone for electrolytes on the first time as actually they're much more effective than just water. I did jokingly ask if PIMS were available. We then headed up past a hill rather and a grand, rather grand white mansion. And I did elect to walk up the hill at this point and have a nose at the horses in the rather smartly fenced post and rail paddocks while passing the stables, which looked like a very grand building. We then continued up the hill and into a wooded area where I was attacked on each lap by several horseflies. We then headed along a flat before descending down the grass hill towards the moat at the bottom, which no longer contains water, but still has a bridge over it. And we did three laps of this in total. And I was really pleased with my run because it just was so very hot. But when I got halfway through Aintree, I wasn't really sure I could make the rest of the way round. And I kept having to stop and walk a lot. For this run, I opted for a different tactic. 
I ran for 0.4 miles, then walked for 0.1. And then I repeated that all the way round, with the exception of the hills, which I also walked. Now at Aintree, I also had to put headphones on to get me round. But here we were told that we were not allowed to do that on this one. Although I did see a couple of people running with mum. My fitness was definitely a lot better on this run. And I was able to put in a really strong finish at the end of the third lap. Now what was nice when I was running round was that I was running with lots of triathletes who were running the gauntlet. And they were all really encouraging, all saying really nice words of encouragement when I ran past. One girl said, I like your shoes. And I looked and she was wearing the same ones as me. So I shouted, snap, back at her. The stewards on the day were having a bit of a banter with us around the course. And it really was an enjoyable event. Saying I really enjoyed running a half marathon is not a sentence I would have ever seen myself saying until this year. And I think that my mental strength has certainly grown since I started running. I have a Strava group of friends, which is growing. And I have a target to run 100k in June. And I'm at 61k, so 39k to do in the 11, next 11 days, which is a marathon distance. I think is actually doable, although I would have to do another long run on Monday. I think I'll stick to training on trail runs, though. Delamere Forest was really good for that. It was really hilly and so a really great training ground. And I've noticed that the marathon I've entered in September has a time limit on it of six and a half hours. At the moment, I'll now be over that. So I need to improve on my running time as well. So I need to focus on some tempo runs, pushing myself faster than I normally would on the shorter distances. But I've come a long way since February in my running journey. And I've only been doing this for four and a half months and I can already see a massive improvement in my fitness levels. And I forgot to order my blood pressure tablets, but I've been checking my blood pressure twice a day and it's within the normal range again without the tablets. So I might actually now have to reduce my dose and not take any at all, which would be great news. So if anybody is listening to this and thinking about starting running and getting fitter, I would advise you to do it and get someone to train you at the start. And then look at photos of yourself so you get an accurate picture of what you actually look like. I've just checked at the event photos for this one and I don't look how I want to look yet. And I need to work on the upper arms again and I need to lose some belly fat around the middle and I need to lose a bit more from the top of my thighs and back. But I'm starting to look like I have shape rather than Humpty Dumpty. So everything is heading in the right direction. And now I hope you really enjoyed listening to that half marathon um, podcast. I say it's just a quick one, um, just to let you know how I'm up to getting up to date with my training and everything and my running. And tune in next week for a different one.